Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellum podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. So this morning, we're going to continue our Growing Up Jesus series, but a condensed version today. So we will pick up in verse 41 of the second chapter of Luke's gospel. So if you do have a Bible, you can follow along. I will be reading from the voice translation this morning. But last week, Miranda took us through the first part of the chapter, looking at another instance of Jesus in the temple and the blessing of both the pious man Simeon and the prophetess Anna. Now, Luke is the third book in the New Testament, just a little over halfway in your Bible if you want to follow along or if you just want to listen. But Luke 2, 41 through 52. Every year during Jesus' childhood, his parents traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration. When Jesus was 12, he made the journey with them. They spent several days there participating in the entire celebration. When his parents left for home, Jesus stayed in Jerusalem, but Joseph and Mary were not aware. They assumed Jesus was elsewhere in the caravan that was traveling together. After they had already traveled a full day's journey toward home, they began searching for him among their friends and relatives. When no one had seen the boy, Mary and Joseph rushed back to Jerusalem and searched for him. After three days of separation, they finally found him, sitting among a group of religious teachers in the temple, asking them questions, listening to their answers. Everyone was surprised and impressed that a 12-year-old boy could have such deep understanding and could answer questions with such wisdom. His parents, of course, had a different reaction. Mary responded, Son, why have you treated us this way? Listen, your father and I have been sick with worry for the last three days, wondering where you were, looking everywhere for you. Jesus answered, Why did you need to look for me? Didn't you know that I must be working for my father? Neither Mary nor Joseph really understood what he meant by this. Jesus went back to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. His mother continued to store these memories like treasures in her heart. And Jesus kept on growing in wisdom, in physical stature, in favor with God, and in favor with others. And so a little brief context for us as we dive into this passage. Luke 2.42 says, This event took place when Jesus was 12. Now according to other uses of age in Hebrew literature, this probably meant that it took place in Jesus' 12th year, which means he would have been between the ages of 11 and 12. Furthermore, yet quickly, rabbinical literature from the first century gives the following schedule for a boy's education. At age five, you would begin studying and memorizing the Torah, which are the first five books of our Bible. At age 10, you would then begin studying the Mishnah, which is the Jewish explanations of the Torah. At age 13, something we might be familiar with today culturally, they would celebrate the Bar Mitzvah, meaning being subject to the Torah. And then at age 15, you would begin studying the Talmud, which is the Jewish explanations of the Mishnah. Now, generally speaking, little is recorded in Jesus' life between his birth and the age of 30, as previously mentioned in the series. However, this one episode tells us so much if we open up our eyes, our hearts, and our ears. 
exegetically, which means a critical explanation or interpretation of a text, specifically scripture, our first verse of the text takes us on a bit of a journey, if you will. That's a reference to the caravan and the journey. Verse 41, every year during Jesus' childhood, his parents traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration. This would refer to the time that many Jewish folks would make pilgrimage to Jerusalem for an annual commemoration of the Exodus. That is, God's deliverance of their ancestors from bondage in Egypt, captured in the book of Exodus, the second book of our, the Torah or of our Bible today. And this Passover, therefore, is considered the most important feast of the Jewish calendar. To celebrate, Jews would travel to Jerusalem and offer a lamb as a sacrifice. Now in verse 42, we see that Jesus made the journey with them as previously mentioned, and we'll therefore, we'll just gloss over that. But in verse 43, specifically when his parents left for home, we get our first glimpse of what it means to have a holistic relationship with God. If we hone in here, though Jesus' family went to Jerusalem in celebration of the Passover, they didn't stay. They returned home to Nazareth. They did not stay in Jerusalem. So I would like to invite us to see Jerusalem as the representation of the temple and Nazareth, Nazareth as community. As the latter would have been Jesus' chosen family, his community at Broad. You see, Jerusalem or the temple is good, but Nazareth... The community is also good. May we today not seclude ourselves within the temple walls of life in Deep Ellum, or even just within the safe haven of Mocha and the Umbrella Gallery, still part of the broader temple. If this space where we are right this very moment is the sanctuary to which only the scriptural context would allow Jewish priests to have access. We could therefore surmise that Mocha and the Umbrella Gallery are our temple where Jesus would have been hanging out in this story. That is the enclosures around the sanctuary. But what if we, life in Deep Ellum, traveled or caravaned out of the sanctuary, out of the temple, and into the neighborhood, into Nazareth, Simply, if we do not do this, if we do not find ourselves intertwined within the fabric of the broader community that is Deep Ellum, how then can we call ourselves at this current moment in our story, life, in Deep Ellum? And though that question may sting a bit, it's not meant to hurt. Rather, as I invited us to imagine in the What Would Joseph Do series, we can once again truly be the life in Deep Ellum our name suggests and tells the story as we heal, as we reimagine, as we let the broken pieces of us repair in our relationship with God individually and collectively. So then, as we skip to verse 46, we see the child Jesus asking them, that is the teachers in the temple, and listening to their answers. A method that was customary to rabbinical teaching, but we have lost today. How ironic is it that today in the broader capital C church culture that we are quick to listen in the temple, in the sanctuary, 
yet we are often quick to answer when we are in community. But if we flip this script, you see, asking them questions, listening to their answers, demonstrates for us that listening as answering with a question requires an attention to detail only acquired by truly listening to the person that we are present with. And that brings us to our charge today. And every day. Life in Deep Ellum, we need a Jesus-centric leadership model. Truth be told, all churches, all faith communities, all people of faith need this, but we especially need the reminder in our context in Deep Ellum. This model is the literal invitation to come, follow me, come and see, let me show you. Because a holistic relationship with God embodies both the temple and the community, but both require our our eyes fixed on Jesus. Maybe some of us have the temple part down. Others may have the community part down, but we need both. Mary and Joseph were amongst the people with family, community, Nazareth. Jesus, too, was among the people in the Father's house, in the temple, Jerusalem. Both Jerusalem and Nazareth are good. Both the church and community are good. What then does it look like to truly be present with both, with Jesus at the center of it all? Maybe we even make things too complicated, too religiously verbose. Rather, wherever Jesus is, is the simplicity of a relationship with God, or rather, the simple gospel. So today, our charge is to find Jesus both in the temple and in the community, Therefore, may we leave the temple to go be present in our community. If you are a parent, you may feel free to leave your child in the temple and come back or take them with you. Be leisurely, whatever your circumstance may be. I implore you to not negate the temple nor the community piece of our holistic relationship with God today and every day. And if you don't know where to go today, you can follow Branda to Mocha, Chris to St. Pete's Dancing Marlin, Chad and Liz to Terry Black's, or Taylor and me to Deep Ellum Brewery, just across the street as we continue to worship out in the community, out in Nazareth. Go in peace, go with God, amen. Amen.